0: podcast you're listening to the joe rogan experience review
1: what a bizarre thing we've created now with your host adam This oh, might either be the, the worst sorry. podcast or the best Two, one of all time. one go enjoy the show
0: hey guys and welcome to another episode of the jre review um we're smashing it out of the park this week we got bill Meyer, we got Oh, May. What's his name? I think it's John, May. John Mayer.
1: Bill Maher, I think, is what you say his name.
0: Bill Maher. Um, Tyson. Michael. Yep. And then the legendary Duncan Trussell, which always, when he's on and him and Roe. I mean, that's just like two of the best friends of all time hanging out. D Truss.
1: D Truss. What a guy.
0: Love that. Love that. Okay. All right. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Bill. You know, I was surprised because. Um, I like his show on HBO, um, I really do. But I, I felt like I, I just had a feeling he would come on, and there would be, there would be like more arguments between the two somehow. Almost like there was like pressure on
1: Bill to be like,
0: oh yeah, well fucking ivermectin Joe.
1: <laughs> but it wasn't like that at all. Not at all. I didn't, I didn't get that vibe. I think that. Joe's brought up Bill Maher a few times in the past just about their different interactions and whatnot and how Bill Maher has been more perceived as a super left guy. And, I mean, on a few other subjects, Joe's super right, but the vast majority of the subjects, he's obviously left. And he, the fact that Bill Maher highlights and illuminates the fact that the the whole left culture has changed, he really hasn't. It's just been pushed to a different place now that it's like it's just getting exposed and the idea of common sense has been thrown out the door (laughs) i think is was the was the common thread for me
0: yeah i mean it's almost like it's really brave of him to hop on his own side right as much as he does because you know he he mostly focuses on the right as like all right this isn't working i don't like any of this but at the same time, if your own team is starting to, like, really fuck up, you got to just be like, hold the phone here. Yeah. Like, is anyone paying attention to this? This is a problem. Right. And I think that can't can't have these guys going off the rails.
1: The only real pushback that I mean, other than Donald Trump, that he really made mention to was climate change that I that it seemed like he focused on the fact that the right can't like at least acknowledge that the warm's getting warmer. I mean, there's a variety of arguments on that conversation, obviously, but it seems like that was one thing that he, he may mention too, that was like kind of a, whether or not you think climate change is a real thing or not, that kind of is one of those polarizing arguments that separates the right from the left.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of those. Right. I mean, it's great that he started a podcast. And HBO let him do it, like he's going to be free to do whatever he wants on that. And I think that it's going to be it's going to be great, right? Like a podcast with Bill Ma is going to be excellent, absolutely, no doubt. It's um, and and also, yeah, I mean, just generally, the whole conversation between them was the polarization of everything today,
1: right? Did you? I don't really remember him being so one way or the other about getting the vaccine or not. I do know that he said on the podcast, he said, I did get it. And whether or not you did or you didn't, he said, it's not really my place to tell you what to do in that situation. It's interesting how, I, and I don't remember his stance on it, but it was it, early on everybody, you had to have a stance on it. Cause if, if you were silent, then you were part of the problem. So it was like, <laughs> you weren't speaking out one way or the other whether or not you're just like i just hope people do whatever they want to do that wasn't really an option you know
0: well he did what i did i got it right and i didn't feel like i needed to honestly i just got it because i wanted to support you know the just the idea that maybe it could be good for you you know it could help everyone i don't know but I you know and there's parts of me that regrets it to be honest yeah, well i don't know what it did for me really like i got sick and you told me
1: that bad. you still remember that sickness pretty pretty vividly and you're not alone in that like i remember a lot a variety dude i wasn't
0: making it up right. i'm like this is the truth the truth is i felt horrendous like worse than i have ever felt from an illness maybe ever and it was the like eight hours later from that self-inflicted i got the j and j which yeah i know (laughs) that's what's annoying and then they're like oh in six months it's got like eight percent yeah efficacy and i'm like wait a second what i went through that
1: for you can do it again you can go do it again if you if you'd like we got an extra one
0: yeah unlikely (laughs) unlikely But, you know, Bill said something similar. He's like certain – and I always agree with this. Certain people need it. Yeah. Like certain people needed to lock themselves in their house, and they should. But they shouldn't have stopped everyone else. Yeah.
1: I mean, and not to harp on a situation that it obviously affected, like, obese people a lot more. And they made a reference to somehow you're talking about diet. We always go back to diet, but – It's interesting how you can shame somebody for smoking three packs of cigarettes if it's a good buddy of yours or something. And be like, hey man, you smoking those three packs of cigarettes is really affecting your life. You can't walk up the stairs. I can see you're you're visibly looking different. You're coughing all the time. If you did that same conversation and said, hey, you need to stop shoveling like 97 hot dogs down your throat and like walk around the block a few times and, 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 and pull it together. It's like somehow all of a sudden that crosses into people's sensitivity situation it's like where do we draw the line
0: yeah not dude not in my world I don't, I don't no, i don't care i agree if i if i have a friend that is like getting morbidly obese i'm gonna tell them right. the same right like that might is, like that's cigarettes too. Right. like stop what are you doing <laughs> i mean look he said six trillion dollars right. was spent on covid right imagine if before covid The government had just gone, you know what? We're gonna spend six trillion dollars on helping neighborhoods that suck and we're gonna really come together and you like just and I don't mean suck, like just neighborhoods that that don't have the opportunities other places have. Right? right? There's not the jobs, people are struggling, Mm -hmm. everyone is having a hard time. It's like You know, we do this thing that happened because of this disease because we feel like we're forced to do it, right? Right. So the government makes that choice. But if at any time we're like, hey, we survived that, we survived COVID, right? Kind of. The economy's still going everything. Why couldn't they just randomly be like, let's take $6 trillion in 2024 and do the same thing but, like, really make things better? Like, what did they even make better during that time? They want, to, they want to try and sell us on, like, yeah, well, people survived. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, maybe. Uh, maybe. Or maybe you just stopped a lot of people from working that could have worked and a lot of things from actually functioning that could have functioned, and you took away a lot of privacies and freedoms that people deserve, and it cost a lot of money, and now we're all paying for it. Also... 31 billion dollars of unemployment fraud in california well done where did that go
1: Uh, nobody
0: mentions any of it
1: a lot of lamborghinis drives
0: me crazy bro yeah
1: it is kind of weird how the past you kind of saw that coming from a distance like i i don't even want to say in hindsight but just looking at it as as it was unfolding you're like how how sustainable how sustain
0: didn't even Sorry to interrupt, but you didn't even need hindsight. You could see right. it. like if you lived in California, you could see it the second right. it started to happen. So this is not you were like, what are you doing today? This is not sustainable. Oh, that's the new rule? The new rule is this. Uh, that doesn't make any uh, sense. Oh, we're gonna have uh, plastic screens up in front of the person <laughs> at CVS. Yeah, great idea. Yeah, because I'm sure air doesn't like go around that i'm sure it doesn't fill up a room i don't see you opening doors and windows that probably makes sense
1: yeah it's uh it's, it's become a weird culture i think that it's starting to phase out to be honest and to be i mean down on the boardwalk as from an update it's the cleanest i've seen it it's a weird thing right now in california it, i hear all this sentiment about how bad it is and whatnot but uh, around here it seems still sustainable but i hear what you're saying it is an interesting culture though where you are somehow decided to yourself that i care more because i'm still going to hold on to this mass thing or i'm still going to do this and still look down upon other people for not necessarily agreeing it's weird that the people still hanging on to the mass thing are other people that are vaxxed and still doing the boost that you don't hear anybody that's still like pro vax or pro boost I, I think that's pretty much nationwide do you still have anybody that's like all right i'm going to get my next booster i feel like that's all kind of just like fizzed out at least in my circles well,
0: they have got rid of the masks on planes now. Saw that. So there's no masks anywhere, right. and people are still wearing. Right. Them. So they they are definitely virtue signaling at this point, or just to be like, I was always on board, and everyone else just okay. Maybe
1: you just uh, maybe they just became that ad- ad- adapted to it and embrace that. So they don't even have, I think a lot of people enjoy the fact that they don't have to show emotion on their face. It might be something that's become. Just accepted, so they're like, all right, I'm going to ride this out. Maybe.
0: I think they just have fucked up teeth, and it's that—that's fair, cheap way of getting around. Well, if that's the case, I can appreciate
1: that if that's the case.
0: Well, Bill said something that I really liked. He goes, America and the Earth is like Thelma and Louise. <laughs> they're just going to hold hands and drive right off the cliff together. And he's like... <laughs> and coming from him, I feel like that was... Uh, almost in a brilliant analogy of the chaos that's going <laughs> right on. Right
1: after that, he's like, I'm not going to be the only one that's just sitting back watching it. He's like, I'm going to enjoy the ride, too, if everybody else is. <laughs> I was like, fuck, yeah. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, I think that's, that. I don't know. It's a narcissistic thing about Americans and just our culture in general. But he had a point. It does seem that way. It does seem like Thelma and Louise are just cruising off the side. I a lot of the time, at the same time, I think that Americans are very thoughtful. Just that people are thoughtful. But watching things unfold in other countries that seem, for instance, what's going on in the Ukraine and also in that Shanghai. I don't know if you've seen the updates on that. That shit is crazy what's going on over there now. Yeah, we, well, we yeah. covered that last <laughs> right, week. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, crazy. it doesn't seem to be like letting off the gas on that. So that's, I mean... All things considered we've got it pretty good here, but yeah any, t- any yeah. time you watch
0: well I mean even with these we these like ideological thinking you know he even said like people on the left that want to hop on about environmentalism he goes you know Bill goes you know who doesn't take private jets yeah. only people that
1: can- <laughs> I have that in my notes right here too. he's like Kylie's got what three million followers whatever and then Greta Thornburg's got some lower amount and she's taking a boat around, like a sailboat. And then, yeah, exactly. It's. A, I mean, even, in, even even environment.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's exactly it. It's people want to have these ideals, and I respect it. I do. But at the end of the day, people want comfort. And if they are in a position to where they can have and do what they want, I mean... How often are people really thinking about the impacts of their carbon footprint? You know? A lot of people want to complain about it, but they don't actually do anything about it. Which is, really, you have to ask yourself, like, what side of hypocrisy are you on? Like, you can be on the ignorant side that's just like, fuck it, it does nothing. All that stuff is fine, and that's just regular global changes. Or, you can say to yourself, okay, it does have an impact... I should do something, but trust me, if you get enough resources, you're going to be using all this shit, too. Yeah, I think
1: it's where you draw that line, too, because if you think you're doing something that that's impactful for humanity, it's like, where do you draw the line as far as, even though I want to be resourceful and...
0: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, the more resources you have, the bigger your carbon footprint is going to be, almost exclusively, and that's just the way it is. So it's easier to talk to people that have no ability to impact that and complain about it. And then it's like, all right, well, it would be curious to see what you did if someone gave you a billion dollars. Because I guarantee you'd be out there buying all sorts of stuff made of rare earth minerals that are just milk in the earth. I mean, it's just, yeah, until you test them. And then you're like, all right, let's see. Let's see. I wish. But all right, let's jump over to good old... Mikey Tyson. Come on, son.
1: What a legend. Dude, he gets better and better with age. Savage. You never know what what version you're going to get of him at this point, which is nice. I mean, he seems like to be a hybrid at this point.
0: Mm, Yeah, he's either absolute savage or massive stoner.
1: Right. And he's incredibly smart, too. He's so well-read as far as... Talks about all the conquerors and he still makes references to Genghis Khan and he still makes like references to Alexander the Great and all these people and Napoleon. It's kinda of interesting, you know.
0: He's definitely well versed on like war and fighting and the psychology, I would say. Right. I mean, really, I think he is. I think people will be surprised if they talk to him, they'd be like, Wow, he has some Abs- he also has some wacky views, bless him too. But you know, absolutely. He's, Who doesn't?
1: What would you say his wacky views are? I was trying to... I mean, a few of those stories that he was making... He said lizard tail is natural heroin. Did you hear that one? That was something.
0: (laughs) He also doesn't believe in uh, carbon dating. He was like, I don't believe it. I'm like, well, maybe... I mean, there might be a way to figure that out. I'm pretty sure that scientists have figured out how to calculate carbon-13 in different organic materials, and they can then extrapolate the date of it but you know i don't mind i don't mind uh people just kind of uh, not being against it but being uh suspicious like that's good but <laughs> that's you gotta be to careful it. about just saying nah it's wrong i don't believe it i'm like <laughs> well what are you gonna figure it out on your own bro mm-hmm. how many times I'm... have you been punched in the head careful
1: couple he does, still seem to, he does still seem to have his wits about him. I think he's hes an advocate of mushrooms too, yeah? Dude, he, ta-
0: he takes- you know, didn't take the same level of damage as, as a lot of heavyweights, to be fair. Right. I mean, they talked about his head movement. That helped out a lot. I mean, he mostly just smashed everyone he fought in about yeah. 30 seconds, so that probably mm-hmm. helps out too. Did you notice when they started the pot off for the, probably the first two minutes, Tyson could barely speak because he was just smashing the weed back. Yeah. <laughs> and I felt like saying, damn, bro, I know you own like your own weed company, but like you've got three hours here. Pace yourself. Right.
1: It seems like everybody's trying to one-up each other on the show. Like, who can get the highest? Maybe, maybe no, I not. Th-
0: I think Everybody... that's just where he wanted to be. He probably right. does it a lot. He knows what he's doing. He knows where he needs to be. He but does. I was surprised. I wouldn't have been able to handle that. I was like, "Whoa, right. okay, easy, Tiger." Right.
1: Um. What do you think about Jake Paul challenging him? He, I liked. I liked his uh, response when Joe asked him what he thought about that. Mm. Yeah, he's like, "It's kind of a disrespectful thing," and he's like, "No, nah, I don't take it that way at all." He's like, I, "I, I, I. I mean, at the end of the day, Jake Paul knows how to make money. You got to give the guy some credit to at least find the angles." At least he's trying. Gee, it'd be <laughs> the,
0: the it'd be the first Jake Paul fight I've ever watched if Tyson right. fights him for sure. Right. right? I mean, and I I'm not against the guy. I you know I think what he was doing is great. I just haven't I just haven't watched the other ones. Like they were interesting, but they seem like spectacles. So I right. wasn't that excited about it. Um, Logan Paul's fight against Mayweather I did watch because that mm-hmm. one was, you know, it's like boxer vs youtube guy whereas right. the other ones were like youtube guy versus mma plus boxing so right. it was just a mishmash i don't know it didn't it didn't sell me in the same
1: yeah, way yeah. But I, I like their
0: style man they're bringing right. entertainment forward and it's not the worst entertainment i've ever heard of i agree I'm down.
1: i agree. And they're just pumping money into these people's pockets that probably normally wouldn't get it. Like, Jake Paul is making a lot of these female fighters, putting them on the map to some extent. Like, he's got some company, too. I know that. So. Oh, he does? I don't follow any of this. He's got a promotional company, I believe. I don't know all the ins and outs, but I know that they're right. I um, mean, look, dude,
0: when Insync first came out, we just thought they were nerds. And then, right. you know, Justin Timberlake, went off on his own and made actually a good album and we're like all right legit so sometimes you just got to be patient with these people right it's like they may seem silly at first even though they're popular to some people but if you give them enough time they're often good at figuring out what actually is useful to watch and oh, absolutely it becomes good
1: entertainment yeah they find they're find their marketing angles that's for sure because we're i mean we're watching it right
0: yeah yeah Talk about entertainment. Can you imagine owning a tiger? Uh,
1: me personally I could, but I would actually prefer a lion, I think. But Really? Uh I I say that like I'm some kind of cocky idiot, but uh, <laughs> you are. <laughs> I mean if I had a big house somewhere that they could roam, I think that'd be pretty sweet. I my my feed is full of lions and tigers and stuff, so I appreciate just nature and big animals, but Whenever he started talking about the people that like to own big animals, it wasn't interesting. It's like a whole demographic of people just to want that thing. Case in point, Joe Exotic, they made reference to you know?
0: Yeah. Imagine only a 600-pound cat, though. I mean, aren't you always
1: (laughs) a little bit on edge? Like,
0: any day, this guy's going to get pissed off and just bite my head off.
1: I mean, I think about the more Joe talks about dogs and feral cats and stuff. I mean, I have a pit bull. I, I wonder that she's so docile, and you've seen her. I mean, but I have always had my head right up next to hers. And some of Joe's things that he's talked about make me think, like if she wanted to, she could probably just rip my head right off.
0: Dude, but, he owned he owned a lynx. He used to yeah. drive these things around in semi trucks. I mean, eighteen. The wheelers, only thing yeah. I can relate to with this, is I had a cat called a pixie bob, right? And it's still a cat, but it's, like, more wild. They have, like, six claws. They're just, like, a different type of species. It used to fuck my other cat up, like it was <laughs> retarded. It would just, like, anytime time my other cat came over to annoy it, it would just whack it, like, eight times, it, has claw six it and just walk off. Dude, pick, look digits. them up. Pixie bobs mm. are a different thing. But it was still, what, ten pounds? tiny and even though it would let me like rub its head sometimes or whatever i mean you did not want to just walk up behind this thing
1: and scare it while it was sleeping and it this is just... your this is your animal
0: oh yeah yeah it would have it would claw your hands off so i'm thinking all right <sighs> we multiply the weight of this by 60 times and that's a good idea
1: i mean i wouldn't want an animal that i would ever scared of first of all that just would kind of defeat the purpose i like the idea of like building a relationship with the animal not being sharing a space and feeling kind of scared of it that sounds like not the relationship i want to seek out first oh, of you all, you
0: never had like a snake or any of those dope <sighs> animals i
1: don't know about dope it seems like all uh, <laughs> you're like do you like living on the edge it's like well i'm gonna choose my my animal experiences at least for me personally at least like a, <laughs> no i've ne- never owned a, a snake have you yeah oh yeah i had a snake for a while yeah yeah normal and they were cool. you know you gotta, yeah. you gotta make you, sure they you don't gotta, make, you gotta, gotta, gotta sure understand
0: you gotta understand when to play with it but other mm. times it does not want to hang out with you I and mean, you just all yeah. right stay in your all right. little
1: can we just say that our, pe- our our pets may be reflective of our personalities apparently huh
0: yeah, that's right. You like pussy <laughs> obedient pets that just do what you say, and I have badass
1: ones. That's what it ah, that well, sounds like to me, bro. We'll, we'll we'll leave that up open to interpretation. All right, guys.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. This guy's we do a, a sli- we do a public slither- survey on this. S- one.
1: This guy's a slithery snake that snakes in the grass, worried about eating his his friends, and I got a nice docile pit bull that just pulls me on the skateboard. On, oh, I'm I used go to with...
0: feed it mice, man. It was gnarly yeah. to watch that.
1: Nothing is, sounds fulfilling about that, unfortunately. Yeah, probably.
0: it was wild. Well, I was a teen. I was like
1: sixteen. So they were t- they were talking about how they they would just release those goats and then like watch the the lions feed. And he was like, "No, that's not how you do that at all." In the wild, did you hear that when it, whenever he was talking to Tyson about that? Mm-hmm. That was kind of a wild. <laughs> He's like, they would just release the goats and then watch them eat. He's like and then they started talking about the human zoo too. Like how's it it, it probably has happened. Right. Made movie, they made a movie about it before, but I wonder how many big wig political guys are like, let's go shoot us a person.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I wanna believe that it hasn't happened ever. I really do. Uh, I don't I don't think that's healthy to even believe. It was true. Yeah. It probably is, like Rogan said, but <laughs> God, come on. Like, how out of your mind? What are you just like grinding up rhino horn, drinking blood, like hookers get, everywhere, and then you go shoot humans? I mean, at some point you're like, okay, I've kind of done it all. I need to chill out and
1: give back to society. No, nah, no, nah, I'm going to push the envelope a little bit further. Let's, let's get a human.
0: hmm. i liked i liked tyson talking about the gladiator games right because if you think of anyone that has understanding of that i mean he in a way was the most modern style gladiator we ever had for sure for sure right and i'm not saying the fighting style or whatever because you know there's arguments mma is you know More well rounded, you can use more things, but I mean, what back, like, there was really no MMA then. So, boxing was it. And And Tyson was the man. So, he was at one point like our ultimate gladiator. So,
1: who better to understand that energy than him? Absolutely. I think he approached every single encounter at that point in his life as a gladiator experience, for sure. Yeah, no I doubt. mean, he was 13 no. years old. They talk yeah. about him going into that smoker's place. Like, apparently that <laughs> was, like, world-renowned. He's 13, and they're, like, complaining because he's fighting the 16-year-olds and just mopping them up. And the parents are still trying to say that that guy's out of his, like, weight class, and he was three Dude, years younger than everybody else. To
0: be fair, if your kid was 13 and was fighting, I mean... Can you imagine that he would be able to fight Tyson and really realistically, uh, it just would be terrifying. I mean, that honestly would be maybe, maybe the scariest thing for your kid to come up against. Right. I wouldn't want my kids to fight him at any point. So would you? Uh, they, they're gonna get knocked out immediately. I don't know about that. It's it's something that something that is like too scary. Well, Tyson said something really cool that that he doesn't think that he's a special person, right? Physically or like any of his shit. Which is really interesting because I mean, genetically, he definitely is. But, in his mind, he's like, there's probably a lot of people out there that are just like him. And, at the end of the day, they're not talking to the right people. And they haven't found the right mentors. And, I think that's a very important point to pull up on. Because, it's probably true for a lot of people. Right? Even people that don't think they have any special gifts. Yeah, I mean, if you get in front of the right mentors and listen to them and follow their instructions and believe in them and they're good at what they do, they're going to help you really create something special out of yourself.
1: Well, it's interesting. You look at them as gifts, it's kind of interesting what people draw upon because in a perfect world without struggle, you're not able to overcome obviously and in, in, in mike tyson's case he was dealt such a shitty hand as a young person and to have Customato take him under his wing and happen to just be a, an amazing physical specimen on top of just a gladiator and then finding probably the best coach that he could ever ask for it was like all the perfect storm that came together you know
0: yeah no doubt no doubt and then he also mentioned that like you know we get sometimes mad at these heavyweight boxers i mean especially tyson fury because you know he's gone off the rails a few times and some of them say crazy shit but he's like you gotta be out of your mind to be like
1: this absolutely to go to war uh, for money and then i mean it's a
0: little bit yeah absolutely i mean you know it's not like they're just walking around all day out of their mind causing chaos but occasionally they're gonna get worked up yeah and they're gonna do some crazy things and look I don't want them hurting anybody. I'm not saying there's an excuse for it, but at least some of the crazy shit they say, you've got to give them a bit of a break for it. Absolutely. I mean, they're they not accountants. Right. Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah. <laughs> he, he made reference to that Neil Brennan joke about they're just doing football outside of football whenever they're in the... Yeah. It's pretty... I mean, that's true, though. It's like you're addicted to... I'm not addicted, but you're getting paid to beat people up. Like, why wouldn't you take that out of the ring? Even as people that don't get paid to beat people up no, normal human behavior especially from a, a like a male alpha like standpoint is protection of your friends and family you know what i mean so you you have this like false yeah. se- false sense of security and, and the fact that you can hurt somebody when in reality you probably can't the vast majority of the time
0: doing football at the wrong time All right think, for sure I like sure.
1: what do you think about him making reference to the David and Goliath, like how impactful that story is and we all know about it, and he's like, That guy was a fighter. I loved I I liked his reference to that, you know?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, well it's the underdog, right? So even though Tyson was a killer always, remember he was young when he was fighting right. these brutes. So he probably felt a bit like that. Right. Even though he had the skills to destroy them. We don't know what was in his mind. I'm sure he was afraid. I'm sure it was terrifying going up against these grown men that were, I mean, he was like early in his 20s being the best in the world. And he has to get in a ring with like someone that he's probably watched box for 10 years. Terrifying. I don't
1: think he was terrified,
0: believe it or not. Uh, <laughs> I, well, I guarantee he was. I, I guarantee you think he was. T- we want to believe that these people. No, well, Tyson even said they're invincible. He, they're, they're, they're no. He would no no. no he, he,
1: he would talk. No. Well, I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong, but he would talk about Costamano talking about how there was only. I can't remember what he said. There was only the end game, or there was the only the thing at ta like the task at hand. That was the only thing that mattered. So he would like separate life, death, everything else other than just the task at hand but I'll I'll appreciate terrifying.
0: Yeah, because that that's what he needed to hear to get past the fear and the terror right. that existed. They, right. It's good psychology. Right. for like getting someone to do something that ordinarily they would never do right. because it's so terrifying. We can agree. I mean, he's not saying, "Hey, go get a library card today." Right. That's easy. You don't need a lot you don't need to be pumped up for that. Agreed. He's saying, "Hey, I need you to get in there and fight the strongest men in the world when you're 22. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you got to hear things like that. True. Dude, I would imagine. I would imagine that it was horrifically terrifying. I mean, even, you know, Khabib recently was talking about how even though it looked like it was easy for him to smash everybody in the UFC, they were hard fights, Mm -hmm. and they were scary, and they were difficult.
1: But Like, yeah. He was still it's real. He was still confident and that shined through. That's for sure. Khabib's confidence. Oh, no doubt. Khabib's confidence. No doubt. Tap out now or save yourself. <laughs> save yourself the embarrassment.
0: Yeah, I mean, once he's in the ring, but like before he gets there. Right. I mean, I'm sure there was some some real like, you know, anticipation for that. I don't know. Let's jump over to Duncan Trussell and look these ones are always great conversations (laughs) like what (laughs) duncan is the best and the directions in conversation that he goes i feel like joe just sits there and just cannot (laughs) wait for what this guy is gonna get up to i mean i i fucking love
1: duncan right what a legend duncan's laugh is infectious you're just like oh yeah i should be laughing no matter what he's doing (laughs) i should be laughing with him because it's funny And you know
0: that them wearing like little (laughs) pagan worshiping outfits with the candles is that's all Duncan's idea. Come on, you know,
1: guaranteed. He used to play, I didn't realize that he had uh testicular cancer, and they started talking about him using his laptop too often because of World of Warcraft. (laughs) I was was like, and it's called a laptop for a reason because you put it on your lap, and he's like. And they started, like, going down the rabbit hole of why he could have gotten testicular cancer. And it's like, is it, from, is it from the heat or is it from just the radiation from the computer? It's like.
0: I don't know. I don't recommend putting a laptop on your lap. Right. And he, even when he said, well, that's what it's called. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Right. You know, I, I think there might be a lawsuit in there. But, Probably. But no. Keep it away from you. Seems like. Like, don't. I don't know. It's just like <sighs> I don't worry about like cell phones against my head, but I don't talk on the phone right. too much. Right. It's not like I'm like hours a day. I think that'd probably be bad for you too, to be honest. Yeah. I don't really know. I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist with this, but
1: I don't I don't trust it. I think only five G is good for your organic vegan lifestyle. Six G could <laughs> fuck you up a bit that's it didn't Joe say that <laughs> he's like imagine if 6g is the one that's like
0: everyone's getting a bit cross-eyed and like slows down and no one can remember where their keys uh, are
1: they're talking about that like not vr but the the bots becoming so r- realistic now that they're like having conversations with each other on that reddit article oh yeah i was like let's get into that that is fucking creepy huh
0: Dude, think about how many conversations you have per day where you're like, what are we even talking about? <laughs> I was in the dentist's office earlier, and it was just like the most mundane, like, back and forth. How was your day? What are you up? And I was like, an AI could make this five times more interesting, and I'd actually be happy to talk uh, They to
1: would me. sell you on a pencil immediately being in the room.
0: Right away. Yeah, throw some fancy words at me, and I'm like, this guy knows what he's talking I didn't about. Even think, I'm in.
1: Think about that from the, I didn't even think about it from a sales sales angle. If you could if you could program a bot to sales to sell something for you and was like charismatic, and you had a full fudge plan from like jo- Jordan Belfort, and you could like be like, hey, go sell these whatever. That's a good. You just send out all your bots to go sell something, and I guarantee you, people, like normal humans would buy everything.
0: Yeah, they just tell you like five hundred reasons why you need and it, they would, and they wouldn't. Like, look, man. I mean, your life is good now, but imagine what it was like with this product <laughs> in your hands. What everyone would think of you, and you can have it for only four easy payments of twenty nine ninety five. And $29. they would have. I'm like, all right, I'm in. Buy
1: it. They would have no emotional problem with no. Too, you, you think about <laughs> yeah. like they would have no problem with being told no. You're like, all right, next, next, next. Uh huh. Jesus, that's scary. That's yeah. scary to think they, about.
0: They just have an algorithm that tells them when to, like, cut the conversation off. They're like, all right, we're not sending yeah. this guy on you the next well, you think, and
1: and move they on. They would break the algorithm down to such a minute, like, demographic to, like, who we should call on this day, on this moment, in this second. I bet you could start breaking the algorithms down to extremely... Fine, like real fine algorithms. You know what I mean? Because
0: oh yeah, we're we're fucked, dude. They they're gonna be the sell us <laughs> anything. Well, he's he was. Imagine how
1: many skateboards you would oof, have if, uh, if an AI tried to sell you some skateboards. I, so I would just take as many drone skateboards as they would would allow me to have.
0: Well, Elon is making an AI bot, and Joe's gonna buy one, so we're gonna find out about that. I don't believe he is. I don't think even though Joe loves Elon. He's not having an AI bot in his house. He won't trust it. He'd keep it in the garage with his,
1: like, Navy SEAL um, security team. That He's, like, keep was, on this thing. That is an interesting. I mean, w- would you have one? I don't know. I mean, I think about it. We have Alexa. We have all these other things. It may not be, like, moving around and doing the dishes, but we got something that's recording. <laughs> We've got something that's recording. Well,
0: dude, my my friend just bought, uh, a, a, like, a robot that mows his lawn. Uh, it's, like, one of the ones that... Run around your right, house cleaning, it, but of those. It, it's a lawnmower. Mm.
1: I'd like to see how that unfolded, or like how it would know.
0: Well, it just it just maps out the lawn. You like program <laughs> it in. You like tell it where your boundaries are, and then it maps it out and it just mows the lawn mm. like a bunch of times a week.
1: Well, it's, it seems like the wave of the future. I can't imagine anything otherwise. Yeah, you mow your own lawn, you pussy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, let's be fair. How annoying is mowing fi- In
1: hindsight, you're going to look back on it and be like, God damn it, when, why can't I mow my lawn again, just throw my headphones on, smell the gas, pour a little gas on the floor, and just be nostalgic. No, no, I got this rope. Dude, got, we got we got better shit. To do. I, got this ro- right? I got this robot out there doing my shit. I don't know. <laughs> we just, it-
0: Whatever. What, are you going to start riding a horse around? Like, get out of here. I, we got cars. Let's go back. to. Let's, right, let's bring it. it back to Amish. <laughs> <laughs> they they have great butter and cheese
1: They were talking about jujitsu bots Like what if you had that jujitsu bot That would take you like right up to the last moment And then be like This is only 10% of my energy Joe <laughs>
0: Dude that would be That would be brilliant yeah. that could just I would love a jujitsu bot Snap
1: you in a second
0: Well yeah but it's not gonna I mean right. you just program it so that it It's not like they're just sat there Waiting to kill mm-hmm. us all See, that's the thing about AI that I don't worry about too much. All that would happen is a human would take it over and program it to kill you. Correct. But in a way, they could do it with a bunch of stuff.
1: Drones, bombs, yeah. Yeah.
0: Whatever, man. They could poison you, like, you know, if they really want to. But, like, there's a lot of us, and we're not all up to nefarious shit, and it's not ideal that someone could take these things over. But if you had this like humanoid thing in your house and you could train with it. Right. And it it knew like the best boxing and Muay Thai ever. And it could like spar with you. That's not the worst, especially for people that are like, can't, are intimidated to go to training sessions. Like they could get great workouts with these things. Absolutely. It could be brilliant. Right?
1: Silver lining, bud. I think you're right.
0: Well, you could work on people's social anxiety too right you know you sit down with this thing and it like talks you through maybe an interview that you have for a new job that you're nervous about and it could like run scenarios of questions or (coughs) excuse me it could just talk to you and help you like increase your it could give you a conversation score it could be like, "Well, the reason your last 5 Tinder dates were terrible is cuz you only talk about boring shit." Oof. So, I recommend trying this this and this, and you're like,
1: "Oh, that's helpful." Maybe we should start that app. I feel like we don't need a bot for that. We could probably just do that. Like, we could figure that out.
0: Yeah, the only downside there, um, Garrett is neither of us know how to make apps. And I would have to do all the goddamn well, work, like, we'll usually happens. We'll call it. And you'd be like, where's the app, bro? And I'm like, you've been skateboarding and surfing for the last four weeks, and I'd have to do everything. Well, somebody. Has, so somebody has, there's no app. we
1: got to keep it light. Elon should be calling. What do you think about them saying that they should shut down all Teslas in Russia because of the war? The ability to even do that. I didn't even think of that. Just the notion that...
0: Oh, yeah, I mean, he could, uh, but no, he shouldn't do that. That's not right. No, obviously,
1: but just the ability in that realm. Like, I've changed all my... Not this this is correlating, but I've changed all my security codes to my phone to have face interaction now. And it's a weird thing. It seems like a slippery slope now that they've seen my eyes, and I'm sure you could get into it. They probably have a a face recognition in the Tesla, too, uh, I imagine. Yeah,
0: probably something. I mean, look, someone eventually is going to... Look, a lot of these guys get in charge of a lot of things. I mean, Elon's about to buy Twitter. I, I think the question you have to ask is, do we trust the person that's going to do it? And, I mean, you know, is this a nefarious person? Is he going to go in, do this, have all this control, and all, and, like, end up being bad? I mean, what you could say is, you know, power always corrupts absolutely, which is what people say. But, you know, maybe there are balances to this. Maybe there are certain people that just surround themselves with enough reflective information where they're like, look, I'm not trying to... I'm trying to help the world, right? I'll make mistakes, but I'm not trying to, like, wreck it. I mean, I certainly wouldn't want Putin in charge of all the Teslas in this country. True. So Elon's already doing
1: better there, I would say. True. I... I, I mean I'm I'm a I'm on I want to believe that Elon's got our best interest in ha, at, at hand. At least it seems he's trying to play that character. I don't know what he's doing internally, but just from a character standpoint, I still I still am on Team Elon personally.
0: No one's perfect, right? right. And I'm sure he'll fuck up along the right. way as he learns. And and to be fair, it's kind of. Because of the amount of exposure and the amount of eyes on him, and I'm, I bet there's a lot of people desperately looking for him to mess up, that it's going to happen. He'd do something at some point. Right. But all in all, he doesn't have like the kind of odd feeling we get from most of the other billionaires. It I,
1: doesn't seem malicious intent whatsoever. Um, I can, Time will tell. Right. I did like the, what yeah. I, I like the idea of in, when they were talking about individualism and kind of the more collective, like Duncan always makes reference to the Buddhism kind of thought process, process. And there is no self. When you start adapting that thought process, it's like you, you wouldn't have the ability to think you would want to go bomb yourself. I'm paraphrasing now, but if you were to look, yeah. if you were to look at everybody else as an extension of you, like the, I think that was such a good thing to highlight. If you, if, if we as humans start looking at other humans as they're a part of us, as opposed to being so individualistic and attached to like so many ide- ideologies and like you are your thoughts and you are these, I'm a vegan, I'm a right wing, I'm a this, I'm a that, and you like try and separate yourself in so many different ways of preference. They always made reference to preference. It's like not that you shouldn't be an individual because that, that's there's something to be said about that, but the humanitarian and the oneness, I think could solve a lot of this freaking drama going on in the world at this moment
0: yeah i mean it's one thing to be like oh if we had lived the other person's life would be the same but that still creates that separation Uh, it might be more useful to just assume that that you are the other person you just can't remember it and as wacky as that sounds if people thought that way you definitely be more patient with other people. Right. Because you're just like, well, eventually I will have to feel the feelings that I will put on this person because of the annoying shit <laughs> I feel like they've done for me. And at the end of the day, they're you anyway. Right. But this is the cool thing about having Duncan on. He's so wacky. <laughs> I mean, that he does this. Remember his Thursday theory that nothing existed before last Thursday and these were implanted memories and that's the week? I mean,. At that point, what are you What are you even... Listen... Why it's so difficult to even take that shit on is you're like, what do you even believe is real at that point?
1: Well, that's the thing. That's where we start drawing the lines. It's like, what is bizarre? Because you kind of just decide what's bizarre going through the... Like, we're all going through the same thing, and we all just kind of dictate by our preferences what is bizarre and what's not. Because you, mm-hmm. you take certain things on, and you become attached to certain ideas, and you're like, all right, that's what I am and then that's the, the behavior from the other seems bizarre because you've attached yourself to this one set of ideas yeah which is i mean i guess tribalism has been part of whatever but it's an interesting thing to think about i don't know if humans automatically team up and just want to be against each other is do we Are do we just seek out i think we seek out chaos and we seek out I don't know just perfect life wouldn't work out. You need struggle, I think they made reference to in that too. It's like you need struggle to see how good life actually is, right?
0: I think we need struggle, we don't need war, yeah, and what happens is we don't have struggle for long enough, and then we somehow make war true, that's it, true, So whether it's like woke shit or just people complaining about whatever, it's like there needs to be struggle. It's like if you're getting woke out there, go to the gym, right. Home. And go to jiu-jitsu and do hard Pick shit. your heart. And you probably won't care as much, right. I would imagine. Right. I, I, it's just a theory. The one thing that really kind of shocked me about what Duncan said, and it, was, it w- would be a standpoint I wouldn't have agreed with until he said it in the way he said it. But Duncan supports a company's right to censor their mm. users, because the alternative is that the government steps in and starts to have control, which is a lot of what Joe's been talking about, which I've in some way been on the side of. I didn't really like. I've never really felt like anyone figured out who the you know authoritative body was that controls the rules to this. You know? Mm-hmm. But what Duncan said was brilliant. It was like if you don't like this, don't use it. That's up to you you're, you're coming over to their land right. And they control the land I'm sorry their land is the best But you don't get to make the
1: rules when you, you get there You to stake your claim There's
0: something about that that's true I couldn't agree more That I really appreciated
1: It's weird because it's like you want to co- Like he was t- to relate to that point He would say you want to come stake your, your plate on my land He's like this is my That's fine But this is my land If I don't see it necessary for you to do that I can get rid of you Because this was my land from the jump so it's like And if you don't do that and you yeah, put it um, and you put it in this in the control of the government, then they're like, This is all of our land and we're all in this together, so there won't even be a free think here. Like, we're just gonna control the shit no matter what. So Yeah. That was what he was comparing it to, I think, in China to some degree.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know a hundred percent if it's right, but it's it was a good argument. I'm open to it, and I I like the way that he put it forward. Right you know and it's it's really like flipped my thinking Cause, completely cause of, i'm like oh shit maybe they do have the right maybe there is a part of like playing with the rules and also it opens up to like people like elong buying a, f- a a system so he can change it and also um the idea that other people can come along and make another system that's similar that has more freedom so there's more competition in that realm that's that's really what we're lacking there's only youtube instagram twitter right you know it, i feel like we need more well competition in that agreed round.
1: it's just interesting that we're commenting on the fact that they have the ability to do it while they're actually doing it so i mean they're, they're i get what we're saying but at the same time they get that privilege to do it so it's it, one holds the other hand you know but i hear what we're saying wait what that was super vague <laughs> what are you saying uh as far as just i mean we're we're saying that the, they have the ability to do it meanwhile they are doing it like we're acknowledging the fact that we like the fact that they can censor Trump, and they've, but at the same time, we don't like it. So it's like we're playing both sides. Because I hear what we're saying with Duncan, and we agree with it. But the fact that Facebook and Twitter and these other companies have taken certain people off, and have the ability to do it, is where you're like, I don't know what's what's better.
0: No, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't I don't like that they've censored anybody, right. but I understand more so now why they do. Right. And I'm happier that it's them over the government. Wow. I, can agree to- right? I can agree with that. So it's frustrating to the people because it's such a big voice for them, right? Right? The people that get banned, I wish they weren't banned. Right. I still think that everyone should have a voice to some degree. Right. And um, but I understand more of that kind of stance that they've taken. Like I, I get what where they're coming from for sure. You know for sure. Who knows who knows? well, it was a good week of pods, man. I mean, having tyson on he's he's just such a character love, him. brilliant, and ending it with Duncan, it couldn't have made
1: me happy. I love Duncan's it. one of the most infectious people. I'm excited for him to be blowing up more,
0: yeah, legend, so good. I need to hear his commercials on his podcast. Right. I've been hearing how good they so, are, and i I feel like. I feel like if our poor audience has to sit through any commercials, which, again, I apologize, but, you know, people are just making money. So you would do it, too. Right. It's the same as flying in the jet. Right. But not as cool. Trust me. We don't make that much money. But you're going to do it if someone offered it to you. It's true. So I try to make them entertaining, but it's hard. So I'm going to listen to Duncan's. And I'm going to start doing it that way, and we're going to see how many ads we lose. We're probably going to lose <laughs> 50% of our ads, but I d- I think it's worth I it. I disagree. I think it would be worth it. I think it'll be worth it. All right. Well, thank you, guys. As always, uh, check out our website. we got some new core cool shit up on there. Patreon, if you uh, can tolerate us long enough and want to support the show. A bunch of that goes to Fight for the forgotten, which is an important charity to us. And as always, Garrett and I appreciate you guys hanging in there. And, yeah, uh, give us five-star reviews. That makes Garrett very
1: happy. Peace and love. Thank love you. those fiveies.